Welcome to Co-op Mode, round 94. This is the official video game podcast of Secret Friends Unite. I'm one of your hosts, Todd Oxtra, joined by the Canardian, Mark Carabin, live from Teething Land. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like every time we're off or something. So today's my, my first official day of my second week vacation. The last time I started, I got really sick. This time we made it till like this afternoon and then Finn got super sick. I think he's teething again. Uh, looks like a molar's trying to break through. So, yep. <laughs> Dad life. But you know what? Because of that, we decided to bring on another seasoned father, a person who's an experience all of himself. That is Mr. Delvin Cox of the Delvin Cox Experience and also PSVG fame, who apparently doesn't recognize his co-hosts. Thank you, Delvin. <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's a blast being on here. Thank you for having me on. Super happy that you picked the best member of PSVG to be on the podcast. Finally, you guys finally got it right, so I appreciate that. My goodness. Well, you know, if anybody can teach you about real estate simulator, it's Delvin, and he can tell you all about that as he launches that game in the near future. But, Delvin, we want people... Oh, no, no, we lived that experience two months ago, and my oh my, don't move if you don't have to. But you know what? We're going to get to know Delvin a little bit better because we're going to play a game of buy, rent, return. Mark kind of queued up this topic. I'm like, Mark, I'm kind of burned out. I don't know what to bring up today. And he inspired creativity in my brain. And he talked about, well, you know, Todd, we're hearing about games finally not being developed for last gen. I thought, hmm, let's talk about those swan song games that it's the last call of why you would own that console and not move on to the next gen some carried forward and were on both consoles but some weren't so we'll start there so we've got n64 conquers bad for a day i believe that was rare's last game on nintendo we've got ps3 with the last of us and 360 with mass effect 3 Peanut uh, gallery. You, you <laughs> conquers bad fur day over Majora's mask as like a swan song kind of, I love the thought process of like rares last game, but um, all right. All right. I see. I, I see where you're, where you're I going. Will say this. <laughs> Two of these games. I love one of them. I can care less about. You can figure it out. Which okay, we, we will figure that out because we're going to start with you, Delvin. So of these games, which would you buy, rent, or return? Like the good old days of Blockbuster. All right, it's going to be hard for two of them. I'm going to buy... It's going to pay me. Because two of these games are like my, in my like top five all-time favorite games. And then there's <laughs> The Last of Us. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Uh, you're fired. Oh. <laughs> okay. I'm going to buy The Last of Us. I'm going to rent Mass Effect 3. And I'm going to take back Conker's Bad Fur Day or whatever the hell that game is. I, I, I never liked any of the Conker's games at all. Like in the least bit. I, I never even bothered playing this one. But like, uh, the rest of them are terrible. So why would I care about this one? How many were there? There was like the first one, which was kind of like just a, 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 a cutesy. Then the oh, second like game, and then there was, wasn't there one on Connect or no? It was uh, Spark. Was that was that the what was the Xbox One like creation software? Remember that? 
where yeah. they would you could create your own games and they got the oh we're gonna use conquer that was and this is how you're gonna get your next conquer <laughs> was that what was spark now i'm wondering how many conquer <sighs> games were there i think there's only three official is like, there a there's, there's, gba there's, game uh, yeah conquer uh not not gba uh game boy color Conquer's Bad Fur Day and Conquer Live and Reloaded. Which was the remaster no. of this? Yeah, it came to three. Mm, was no, it on Xbox, Xbox One? Xbox? Xbox? The original Xbox? Yeah. Xbox. That was Either it. way, they're that's, not that's good. The <laughs> they're not good games. I know people have no. nostalgia for them. And that's why I said, like, why would you? <laughs> When you pick Majora's Mask, you gave like two masterpieces and then fucking conquer. Sorry, Henry. <laughs> but Mark, I think this was like one of the last like th- like first party N sixty four games. So Majora's Mask, dude. My brother got a PlayStation Two the same year I got Majora's Mask, and he's playing like these you know super advanced games for the PlayStation Two at that point. And I'm like you know like putting around and and the moon's gonna crash into earth um anyway, conquer's bed for a day is one hell of a choice i like it <laughs> a bold that's a bold <laughs> statement by me that that's i have crazy. little knowledge of n64 because i never owned one but i just i looked on the internet and that's what it told me mark so i assume that's the best game that ended the n64, <laughs> n64 no, the internet wrestling console that's why i played all my wrestling games oh yeah nwo all those all those games yeah yeah oh, oh my goodness man, wrestling games on? oh we need so a Vibrant Return Wrestling Games N64. I'm down for Just N64? Because I was going to be like, like Wrestle, was it Wrestle, um, the NES game with wrestling? I love that game. I guess we could so, throw in some. Matt Mania? Consoles, but like, no, not really Mania. Yeah. Like Matt Mania is one. That was a fun one. WCW yep. and then, versus NWO. I love that. Oh, yeah. 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 Some good ones. Sure. I love that. Yeah. Even that really bad arcade WWF game with Doink the Clown. And it was like, oh, so good. Is that what it was? I love that. Yeah. I need to play that game again. Oh, yeah. That'll be a future like topic, like arcade games we yeah. need back in our lives. Oh, well. I but we'll go on to you, Mark. Oh, you do? On, um, well, I know you can't, you're not supposed to do this, but I heard somewhere that you can mod your SNES Mini through the great Oh, mind. And when you mod it, that's one of the games you can kind of download to it. So. Yeah. Hmm. 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 I don't know how to do I'll it. Have to. But if you know, if you know how to do it, you know what, Delvin? <laughs> I'll have to check in that just to make sure if it's not real or not. Because I'll just have yeah. to. I'll have to do that for my own research. Is what yeah. they say. I believe research purposes only. We're not condoning right. anything. No. Uh, I am going to mirror Delvin's picks exactly. I'm buying The Last of Us. I'm renting Mass Effect Three. And I am returning Conker's Bad Fur Day. Uh, and, and, and that's coming from someone who I loved the N64. I was excited for Conker's. Uh, I think at the time when it was announced, it was just Conker the Squirrel or just Conker 64. And it was supposed to be a cutesy, uh, mm-hmm. like Mario 64, Banjo Kazooie type game. And then someone at Rare started smoking a whole lot of crack. <laughs> and came up with a game where you peed on uh, flowers with big boobs and you were an angry squirrel that cursed. And it was just such a weird game that like was not funny and not edgy. It just like 
made people uncomfortable, it was, uh, it's not great. Um, so that that game definitely deserves a return. It was Nintendo's Duke Nukem. It wasn't like Duke Nukem was Duke Nukem because it was funny and like you expected that to be Duke Nukem. This was just like it was trying to be Duke Nukem and South Park, but it did it wrong. So it just made you sad <laughs> instead. Yeah, I agree. It's, yeah. Not, it's not a good game. This is why you bought Xbox bought Rare. <laughs> that is exactly the reason. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. Um, for myself... I'm going to take a little pivot. Um, I did try playing Conker's Bad Fur Day on like Xbox One or whatever when Rare Replay came out. Oh, yeah. I couldn't play it. It's not even that playable. I mean, not alone yeah. all the bad humor, but it's just not very playable. So I'm like, ooh, what happened? Kind of like Jet Force Gemini. Not very playable. Um, a lot of Rare games, not very playable. No, 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 no. What? No, no. Jet Force Gemini was fantastic you need an n64 controller no don't mark that's gonna go on your grave as long as you got an n64 controller you can play (laughs) i will not take any jet force gemini slander i tried playing it on the three six oh it must have been 360 or xbox one controller i'm like what the hell is going on here these controls okay i'll back away mark i'll put that on there i'll I'll put that on the do not talk about list (laughs) i've been I'm not really okay. drunk enough to deal with this. I'll put that on my do not talk about list for us. Like our safe, our safe list. I'll put it yep. away. Uh, go. I'm going to go with uh, Mass Effect 3. Bye. The only reason why, because I love The Last of Us, because Mass Effect 3 had that awesome multiplayer that I loved, even though it was like mandatory to do certain things. Um, and the game is so controversial because of the ending and all those things. I just love that series so much, and I just loved it. And the reason why The Last of Us is my 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 rent is because now that's like you get the third iteration of it. Like we've got the remaster finally coming out. It was remastered on on, on the PS4, so um, I always feel like there's another opportunity to play it again. So um, and it, it kind of came forward. Mass Effect Three, except for the Legendary Edition, has kind of been trapped on old consoles. So that's where I'm gonna leave. And Conquer, go home. <laughs> you're drunk <laughs> i guess that's appropriate oh well we'll move on folks if you disagree and i picked the wrong game you know what tell mark because i ain't listening um we're moving on <laughs> to what we've been playing dalvin what have you been playing man i'm a little game on game pass called till dust falls have you guys heard of this game i'm quite sure you i have have not played it and have not really seen much about it good that's great to hear because I like it a lot so far. The best way I can describe it, it's been described to me a multitude of ways. I think Donnie Reese from PSVG described it as like, it's like a, he describes it like it's like a telltale game if it's only the quick, quick time events. Mm-hmm. But the best way I can describe it is, it's like a visual novel where it tells you this story and there's certain interactive moments in the story where you have to do things. And it's very it's very well done. Because when I first saw, like, you know, they showed it at, um, it's not E3 anymore, so what, Key 3, Keely's version of E3? They showed the, yes. the footage of it. I was like, this, it didn't look impressive to me then, but when you play it and you see it in action, it's a beautiful game. Like, it, it, like it, mm. I like the fact that it's more of, like, you know, like the Telltale game, you have you get, you actually, like, walk and control and you can, like, go through the environment and stuff like that. No, this one, puts you right into the story and it keeps you invested until the end. I'm st- I only got through chapter one of it, but 
you can tell it's a good game because you don't want to stop playing it. And at the very beginning of the game, they give you some choices that are like, hey, it's like, it matters. And I like when games like this, like the Supermassive's normally good at that. This is doing it so far, doing a really good job of like giving you these choices that matter. And it's not like you have to wait 30 minutes or an hour to get to the choices. They're direct. Like, I'll give you an example of one of them. There's one, like, when you're, you're early in the game, it's these two characters, the father and the daughter. And you have to play, uh, they're playing like a game where, like, you, where the dad has to cover his eyes and pick and tell the daughter what, what, what color something is. Now, they have an option where you can cheat. Like, you can, like, peek so you can see what it is. If you pick that option, daughter says, you cheated. Right? And, and, and then she yells at the mom, like, mom, dad cheated, like, in a cute, funny way. And you don't think nothing of it until you get later in the game where there's a scene where you're talking to somebody, asking them for help, and then your daughter just blurts out, well, you shouldn't listen to him because daddy lies and cheats. Then the person looks at you like, what the hell? <laughs> But yeah, they're always I, listening, Mark. They're always listening. Remember that, yeah. Mark. Always oh, listening. I know. Yeah, I, 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 I like those aspects yeah. of the game. I think it's really cool that the game does that and makes you like a choice so simple. You think well, I'm just having fun? Can come back and bite you in the ass in a way that you're like, oh, shouldn't have made that choice. And I think that's the really cool thing about the game. It, it kind of mm-hmm. brings you in. That game, when I saw the visuals, it kind of reminds me of a motion comic, if you remember, like, motion yes, comics, where it's exactly. limited animation, um, it's using an art style that's unique, almost like a graphic novel. Now, um, does this do the thing, like, a lot of those games, like Telltale, like, at the end of the chapter, be like, so you made these choices, or so many people made these choices, does it do those things, or is it hiding that behind the background? It, it does something similar to that. We'll tell you, like, it shows you all the different paths the story could have went, in the, and there's like a lot of different branching paths, mm. and it's impressive. Like I guess because they don't have, they didn't have to worry so much about like animation. Like, hey, we have to make this character walk to a certain area. They can ex- expand yeah. the story more, and I kind of like that better. Like, hey, we, 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 we can <laughs> expand the story and make it more, more paths you can go down and change certain options. And like, there are different paths you can go to, certain things you do where characters just straight up die, and they're not in the rest of the game. And I think that's cool. Well. Oh, very cool. Yeah, and it's on Game Pass, and that, uh, it was funny, because Stray and both that game came out at the same time, and both are getting kudos for indie games that are kind of, like, in devoid of, like, actual, like, big games from those publishers right now. You're getting options on their free services that are really good. So that's awesome. Um, so do you know how long the game is? Are you going to feel for, like, how long it might be? I'm not sure. I, I, if I were to guess, I'd probably say five or six hours, like Stray. Hmm. That's not bad. No, that's great for someone. Yeah, someone has very little time to game. <laughs> that's nice to hear. Yeah. Well, I, I very, very good. Because I know, Mark, you said you want to get into it. Make sure, because one of those games, you have it, you kind of requires your undivided attention. Make sure you have time to sit down and play it and go through the story because certain elements of the game, like you'll see something happen and you'll be characters be talking, then all of a sudden a quick time event will quickly come up. Oh, like know. RE4, like RE4, where you're you're not even aware of it. Like ah, it comes and it happens. Yeah, like yeah. that's cool. So is it button presses or how are they doing? Like yeah. like uh, uh, yeah, until dawn and those games they do like a button press pops up really quick. Exactly, same thing. 
it feels a little yeah. bit more like frantic with it, and you have to like, catch it when it happens because if you don't catch it, it can be a drastic mistake. And so you got to kind of really, you can't like like do other things while you're playing this game. You kind of kind of have to be focused on this because you don't know what's going to happen. All right, perfect. I'll be great at that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, very, very good. Anything else? No, that's the main thing. Yeah, really. Just just that one. Everything else has been work. Well, very, very good. Watching uh, Sandman. On oh, I watched the first episode. It's good. Really good. Yes, yes, yes. Very, episode very five, good. I want to say. Well, ooh, that's why I heard it like the season's almost like two seasons. Like it's like almost split from a story perspective. So I'm excited. Yeah. Love this. I love the comic. Yeah, ooh, very, very good. Yeah. Mark. Um, you finally came back to 2021. So is it 2021 when this game came out? 2022? 2021? Uh, 2020. 21, I, I think. Uh, yeah, my, my sister and nephews are home for a couple of weeks from the other side of the country. So they were, they were uh, looking through some Switch catalogs and stuff uh, of, of my brother and I and, and spotted uh, Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury. And started playing that and it made me kind of realize like I never finished Bowser's Fury. So I went and fixed that and uh, jumped into it and played for a few hours and, uh, and kind of finished it off. And, and it was, it was so delightful. And Finn liked watching me run around and play and, and was saying kitty cat every time I ran into a cat, which is every three seconds in that game. Uh, so it was, it was cute. It was good. Um, I really like it. And I, 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 you can kind of see that it was kind of an experiment. So I'm curious if we're going to see what they were experimenting with this year, or maybe even early next year, you know, like what, what, what were they playing with? What is this going to turn into? Cause this was a fun bite size kind of experience, experiment and experience, but it felt like it was leading to something. It, feel, it feels like it was a testing ground for, you know, Super Mario Breath of the Wild or something like that. Like it feels like it was setting up something bigger. So I'm, I'm wondering when we're going to hear about that or see it. So uh, it, was, it was interesting to jump back into. We're almost six years away from Mario Odyssey. Something has to be coming. Yeah, That's a right? long break. I would and I loved the Bowser's Fury. I mean, what else is that team working on? I don't really know. I, I, I'm just like confused. I mean, they 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 should be ready. And, you know, considering how many games we haven't gotten sequels on the, the Switch, I'm like, they've got to have some things. Maybe they're saving them up for Switch 2. We don't know. Yeah. They won't tell anybody. It's a secret. Shh. <laughs> and Mark, if it wasn't you, and Sean Nias has asked for you to uh, stream some more Mario Kart content with your beautiful wife to mm-hmm. yell at each other, make fun of each other, and potentially get me to stream with you, or at least be on yep. with you and you make fun of me because I'm just such an expert. Um, what do you think of the new track pack? I like it, man. We we played it for the first time last night. We were away for a few days um, over the weekend and last week and stuff and, and uh, got back. Uh, like I said, my nephews were kind of stealing the switches and everything else, but uh, we finally got a chance to play wave two DLC. So there's two cups that were added to super Mario Kart eight. That is the turnip cup, which includes uh, from Mario Kart tour, the New York minute, uh, the 
Mario Circuit 3 from uh, Super Nintendo, Super Mario Kart, uh, the Calamari Desert from uh, Mario 64, which was changed up in some delightful ways that were like had someone who's, who's play played a ridiculous amount of, of super Mario 64 uh, or Mario Kart 64 as, as my wife and I have both put in a, a ridiculous amount of time in that game. Um, there were some changes that they put in calamari desert that were like, what's going on here? And this is like, it was fun. Like, Oh, I'm on the track. What's going on? Oh, why are we going this way? Uh, really fun. Uh, and then Waluigi pinball from uh, Mario Kart DS, which I, I loved. That was such a great stage. So they're the first four. And then propeller cup includes uh, Sydney sprint from Mario Kart tour, uh, Snowland from super circuit for the GBA, which I think a lot of people may have missed. So really cool to revisit that at that stage. Uh, Mushroom Gorge from Mario Kart Wii, which uh, I think is a really cool stage. And then Sky High Sunday, which is an original stage, brand new. So Mm. uh, I was surprised to see a brand new stage. That means that these are not all going to be stages from past Mario Kart games or a bunch of recycled levels from Tor or whatever. Like this is there's potential to get some new stuff. So it was, it was an exciting mix, uh, eight great stages. And, uh, yeah, we are, we are talking about maybe streaming it sometime, especially this week if we're off and, uh, and, and home, um, we, we may jump in. So we'll, we'll let everyone in the discord know and post about it on Twitter and all that kind of stuff. And, um, yeah, really, really good mix. I can't wait for, the, the, the bad thing is now we're like, okay, cool. Yeah. Wave three. When's that coming? And it's like, who the hell knows? <laughs> Throw it. How long? How long until Switch Two? Calendar. Right? How long like, until Switch Two? You gotta milk it out there, Mark. You gotta yeah. milk it out. Yeah. Uh, um, I thought that one track where it was from the the SNES Mario Kart. Um, mm-hmm. My goodness, the fact that they just basically said, "I would have laughed if they just put that track down." You know, like, <laughs> like it's flat. <laughs> you know, almost, rotates yeah, kind of like yeah. But the fact yeah. that they had to basically create new tracks mm-hmm. that were inspired by it. That's pretty impressive. I, I I like what they're doing, and it's amazing. Yeah. And it's funny because you're going to be very excited because obviously Wednesday we're getting this Platoon Three uh, direct, and and it's funny because I, I mentioned I'm like in the Discord, we've had in the same time we'll have had three Splatoons, we've had one Mario Kart essentially Jeez. essentially it's crazy it, it is. Enough crazy but you know what it sold 50 million copies so you know who's laughing who's telling suckers you know double dipping the very few people that double dipped on wii u and also on switch but still everybody buys a switch i apparently they pulled a gun your head and say buy mario kart jerk absolutely absolutely yeah so it's it's wild to think that they're still supporting this game and they're going to continue to support this game there's there's how many waves coming out still 64 tracks right total dlc right they're doubling the amount of tracks so it's it's crazy it is it's it's nuts and it's we're only on wave two so there's there's so much more to come through the next year year and a half whatever it is uh, for this timing so uh really really cool very very good very very good well i mean it's the game that when kids want to hang out and play they play it regardless of age logan Mm -hmm. it's the game he always says hey dad it's the game you can play with everybody because it's just dumb fun and the 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 worst player can play with like the baby mode and you know the real rails and still have a good time so i don't know i I, and, and it's all ages delvin have you have you played any of the dlc tracks so far 
I have not played Mario Kart since its release. All that's right, how, that's how long wow. it's been. But yeah, I kind of kind of want to get into the DLC. Kind of sounds yeah. cool. Yeah, it's it's worth jumping in. Like, um, just yeah, especially if you haven't played since launch. Like they're they're even doing some stuff. Like they changed. Um, there was in the last DLC pack. So they're still going back and like tweaking some of the older levels. Uh, they changed some AI, uh, the way they control. So there, there used to be, there's a mall stage. So, um, they used to like these shy guys driving these like low rider cars at the, in the mall parking lot. And they used to just kind of like move back and forth. And now they're like doing like jumps and spins and stuff. And you don't really know what they're going to do. And it's, it's very unpredictable and adds like kind of a new dynamic of like, I kind of got to dodge these things now where it used to be just kind of like snake your way through really quickly. And now it's kind of like, what are you going to do? Like stay where you're at. Uh, yeah, so old tactics don't hold over. I assume it's, it's crazy. Cause you like, Todd, you're you're usually one to call out like, you know, Nintendo is going to do stuff on the cheap. They're going to do the, the quickest, easiest way possible. And with this, it doesn't seem like they're doing that. They're creating new stages. Like you said, they're remaking stages that were basically 2D for Super Nintendo. They're redoing the music there uh, and then going back and tweaking old stages just to make the AI more interesting or, or add little mechanics to it. So like if you haven't played it since launch, Delvin, like, yeah, dude, it's a great time to go back in because there's so much there. Yeah, it's, it feels like a good Friday night game to play with the kids mm-hmm. and kill time with it. It's, it's, it's super fun. Like, I remember it being super fun and, you know, laughs to be had when you're going through it. I'm, I'm kind of interested to see how, how much has changed since I played it. Yeah. Because I'm more of a story-based game type guy, so I usually don't play Mario Kart and stuff like that too much. But I, I, I am willing to go check out these new changes and stuff like that. It seems like a lot of fun. And my kids mm-hmm. probably love to play it with me. That's it, yeah. That's a good, uh, good multiplayer for, like Todd said, like, doesn't really matter skill level like if you but if you get some good competition like my wife was it would have been good to stream it last night because and she she had a couple of bad luck and then blamed it all on me i was like That's how I, go. I was in first people like, are like are we gonna call the cops yeah, oh yeah no, she <laughs> but it's, it's good fun it's good fun very good, man. Very, very good. Well, I have only played one game. Well, that's not a lie. That's a lie. I tried the demo of Live Alive, and I'm like, it didn't take me very long to say, this is not a game for Todd. But it's very pretty. It's not a game for Todd. Um, I've played uh, some games on Luna, but I won't talk about that because I didn't dip too much. And I just got uh, I just got uh, Dying Light 2 uh, from Gamefly. So I want to dig back in because the first game didn't really grab me. I'm thinking maybe I'll give it a try. So that's waiting for me. That's a game I'm really going to dive into. Um, but the game that I did play that was t- it just it's it's definitely tinged with nostalgia for me because I'm an aspiring arcade fighting game player, but I'm horrible at them. But yeah. I still love them. So I played the Capcom Fighting Collection, and this is such a cool like. And I love arcade games. I just feel like. We have been starved of them, and when we get them, they take them away from us, like The Simpsons and all those games. And it's like, why why won't they allow them? So when we're getting, like, you know, the Turtles game, we're getting a Cowabunga collection. We're excited about that. So I'm like, I want more of these experiences, and I will support them if they keep bringing them out. Well, one of those is the Capcom Fighting Collection. This is essentially about 11 fighting games that appeared at the arcade. And there's games that you know of and games you don't. 
So, I mean, we've got one Street Fighter game, which is, I think, believe Street Fighter 2. I mean, there was like 85 versions. So it was Hyper yeah. Street Fighter 2, the Anniversary Edition. So don't I don't know it's different versus another one. It is what it is. Um, I suck at that. Just I was reminded I was playing Zangief and got beat by Blanca very easily. Uh, then I tried Super Gem Fighter, which is such a weird game. So there's Super Gem Fighter and Super Puzzle Fighter. So those are like they were combining like a puzzle game with fighting mechanics. So you'd like to have the Street Fighter characters, but you're playing Tetris or Columns, I guess, at that point. I, I remember that. And, hmm. It's so weird because as you you know build a certain patterns and explode the gems, you send more gems over, and you're like doing fighting moves to your other guy. It's very weird, but it's like Capcom characters. It's super cute because they're super chibi and this very adorable. So there's that version, but then there's they said, you know what? People like that so much, we're gonna make a game where you're actually fighting as these characters called Super Gem Fighter, where there's no puzzle mechanics, but you're just being the crap out of each other. But it's super cute and, and hokey, like you've got like they're throwing like sandwiches at each other and hitting each other with golf clubs but it's street fighter it's very weird and wacky super fun very fun and then they have one-offs like a game called red earth which is essentially almost like a a a boss fighting game but it's like a fighting game and you pick different characters and the art is beautiful we're talking like beautiful capcom like those beat-em-up games but this is a fighting game where you're fighting a a dinosaur and then you're fighting like a squid monster it's very weird very fun and you're like a, a lion man with the sword i don't know who came up with the story and it's got a story of course that makes no sense um then there was a game called Cyberbots, where you're fighting robot like fighters like robot jocks didn't understand a bit one one round and got destroyed the next round because my button mashing only lasts me one round uh but then to cap this all off are you familiar with the series Darkstalkers or Night Warriors? Yes. So this is like Capcom's like monster fighter. Yes, so um, from, if I remember correctly. Morgana, and then you got like a guy who's like a uh, 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 weird rocker guy who's a zombie. You've got a, a beautiful zombie. looking creature, creature of the Black Lagoon. You've got that. You've got like a a, a, a samurai spirit guy all these different creatures and characters and they have potentially it's weird because they have a dark stalkers, which is that series, but then they have night warriors and then they also have vampire survivor. They have five games and I have no clue what the difference is, but I think they just added more characters and they're, I think it's called vampire savior in Japan, but they give you the Japanese versions. So there's a lot there for like 40 bucks and I'm horrible at all of them. So, I highly recommend if you like these games because they look great. I played it on the Switch. Beautiful, fantastic throwback. And I'm glad Capcom is doing these games. They also have like a fighters game where it was like uh, beat em ups as well. And you can get the bundle if you want. So highly recommend this. It's just, I just glad they're doing these. But once again, Todd is horrible at these. <laughs> I, may, I may get that because I, I like the Capcom fighting games. They're usually oh. excellent to say the least. It's so cool. And it's just like they cover so many. And then you've seen these characters, Delvin. You're like, where did that character come from from Capcom? Oh, he's from this game. Yes. Like, oh, like in Marvel versus Capcom, all those characters, mm-hmm. they pulled a lot of these characters and brought them in there. It's very weird. Yeah, I, I love it. I have a Street Fighter cabinet in my house and a um, Marvel Superheroes cabinet in the house. Oh, nice. Yes. I love I love those Marvel superhero games. So fun. So oh, my goodness. So good. Well, very good. That takes us out of what we've been playing. But we're going to play the question bonus round, apparently, because 
the Twitter went on fire when we said we're having Delvin on. So Delvin, apparently you brought the fire <laughs> and people are bringing the fire to you. But uh, the first question, and just want to give a shout out to uh, Brandon Myers. Apologies for mispronouncing your name, giving you a different name many, many times. The Winter Gamer. Uh, he just lost his mother. So want to say, oh, give him our deepest condolences. Mm-hmm. And um, we appreciate him. And we know what you're going through, bud. I lost my father. It's not easy to lose a family member, especially someone as close to you. But he asked the question, mm-hmm. what is a gaming memory that you connect to a family member who has passed? Mark, I, I remember you talking to me about when you went through quite a bit of loss and yeah. a game that is not loved, but brought love to you and took you away from that pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Anthem, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, helped me kind of deal with uh, losing two of my grandparents in, in very quick succession. Uh, but that's not what I'm going to choose here. So a gaming memory that I connect to a family member uh, who has passed specifically, I'm going to call out one of my favorite gaming memories ever, which is when the Wii first came out and it was like all the, the talk and everything else. So around Christmas or some, somewhere around there, we had the big family get together kind of thing. And, uh, my, my grandmother wanted to try this and, uh, she, she tried, uh, of course we sports against my brother and she won <laughs> and she had never touched a video game before, like any kind, nothing, just that was it. So it was like here, hold this and just swing it like a tennis racket. And, uh, and she actually won, uh, I think it was tennis and maybe baseball against my brother. And, uh, he never lived that down like ever, like she still laughed about that. Like right up, like, you know, losing her mind to like dementia and Alzheimer's and stuff. And like, would still like when she'd snap back in, she'd be like, Hey, have you been playing any of that game lately, Colin? (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, nah, I I burned that Wii in the backyard after you beat me so bad. Like, it was just like, you know, like it's just one of those like family kind of memories that like just she, and she kept digging it in. It was just such a great memory. So even now, like playing switch sports, I just, anytime I fire that game up or even see it on my switch, I just have that little smile of like, yeah, that was, that was a good time. Very yeah. good. Delvin, do you have a, a memory that, uh, you know, that, that brings you closer to someone who's passed? Oh, oh yeah, I definitely do. I, I don't tell this story much, but you know, I'm a huge wrestling fan. Like, and my cousin, yeah, my cousin was also my best friend. We also grew up together. Also a huge wrestling fan. So, I want to say I was, we were like, it had to be like around the mid-90s. Every Saturday, we would go, because when he stayed with my grandmother, we would go on his, his in the kitchen, because my grandmother had a little TV in there, like a little CRTV TV there, and we would play WBF Royal Rumble all day long from like 9 a.m. We played on um, Sega Genesis from 9 a.m., <laughs> to probably 10, 11 p.m. at night, just all day. We'd like play the Royal Rumble. We'd do tag matches. We'd fight for the belt. And this was like, um, this was right before, I want to say this was right before the Attitude Era because they had like um, Lex Luger and Yokozuna and stuff like that. So we were playing like, we were just all into the game. That that was our jam. And like, that was the thing we used to do all the time. Like we played all the rest of the game together in that same kitchen. We played that. Then we 
when the, the THQ took over the game, we, we played because that was back when the acclaim had hit the game. When THQ took over the game, we did like w, WCW versus the world, NWO Revenge, and we'd always play those games. Like that was our thing. Up to the moment he passed, that was the thing that we always did. We played the, like the WWE, and he passed like he was like twenty four. He had like a heart condition. He was so he was like super. Oh young. my god! And like he was, a, we were both big wrestling fans, and our dream was to go to WrestleMania together. And and, and two of our favorite wrestlers, John Cena and The Rock. <laughs> and the WrestleMania that happened after he passed away, the WrestleMania that happened to be down here, John Cena and The Rock. Man. Wow. So I, I had to go in honor of him, but I always hold wrestling games, and even when they're, they're not good, like WF games, I, I always buy them and play them because mm. of him. Like, that's my thing. Like I, I love those games because it always reminds me of him and just sitting in the kitchen playing those games and us cracking jokes about wrestling and stuff like that. Great memories. Oh, that's that's phenomenal. I I mean, I'll I'll tell you that wrestling is a special place in my heart. Uh, my dad, as a kid who thought it was just ridiculous, took me to see WrestleMania two, closed circuit TV, not actually at the oh. event, the Flint IMA, to watch it on a screen. And he took he. It was one of my favorite moments in life because you know my dad didn't care for it, but he wanted to take me because he knew how much he loved it. So yeah, the wrestling has a. Place in my heart. I'll watch it every once in a while just to see what's going on. But yeah, yeah, definitely. It's 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 such a people mock it. What to me, it's 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 like that soap opera for guys, yeah. and and it's you know punching uh, and drama. Gotta love it. So much fun. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, uh, for me, it is. Uh, you know, my dad was not a big gamer or anything like that, but. I remember when I bought the PlayStation one home when I was in college, um, it was my last year before I went off in the air force and he loved golf. So I got hot shots golf or yeah, hot shots golf at the time it turned into everybody's golf. And he thought it was so cool that you could play golf and he was not healthy enough to play with me, but just to see the f- smile on his face with me playing and showing what you could do just, just made me so happy. And it was just like, um, it just made me think that that was something he could have never imagined as being a kid growing up in the thirties, being able to play something like you love like that, especially cause he was not healthy enough to golf anymore. And golf was one of his passions. So just so fun to show him a passion that he loved to see that I could enjoy as well. Cause I'm not a golfer by trade, but I still like playing golfing games. And so, uh, yeah, it was, it was just a, it was a good moment. I can always remember to say that hot shots golf and my dad, they, the two things that would so unlikely came together. Not uh, just before we move on from this, not not a family member. So I had to give my grandmother a shout out first. But like Wednesday is going to be tough because anytime I think about Splatoon, I think about Bobby Paul's. Oh, yeah. uh, so that one, like yeah, we, we did a Splatoon podcast. We played so much Splatoon together. Yep. Um, so any any Splatoon news, I'm like picking up my phone to text Bobby and and realizing that he's not there. Yeah. Uh, always is is that like good memories of playing Splatoon and talking about Splatoon, but also uh, it, it's, it's uh, bittersweet as well. So Wednesday will, will definitely be one of those days. Um, yeah, let's, uh, I'm let's like that going. with Bobby when it comes to boxing. Cause we used to always talk about right. boxing and like, Oh yeah. Tyson and stuff like that. Cause I was a big, we were both big Tyson fans. So we always talk about nineties boxing and get right yeah. into it, man. 
Yeah, it's with me. It's Bobby and in, in the DC movies because he's always came on yeah. Secret Friends. We talked about DC movies, and the last movie we saw together and we talked about was the Joker. So anytime a new DC is coming out, I'm like, he would have loved the new Batman. So, yeah. R.I.P. Bobby, we miss you, bud. All right. Well, let's pivot to something a little more positive. I figured we'd start a little bit down, but we'll bring ourselves up with the next question from Corey Derrick from Boss Rush Media. What is the one thing that each what what is the one thing that each I'm assuming console could it do to improve itself now? So this is a very complicated question, but I, what we'll do is we'll sign a console and you each get to improve it. So I'll take. Let's see. No, Delvin. What would you like to choose? Switch, uh, Nintendo, uh, uh, Xbox, or PlayStation? Since I'm the PlayStation guy, I pick PlayStation. Okay, Mark. What would you choose? I'll go. Um, oh man! No, you know what? You you pick. I think if well, I give you Switch, then you're just gonna go off. Yeah, you don't want that. No, I think <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll be we'll, okay. I will. I will take. Um, I will take Xbox. That's we'll fair. be fair. We'll be fair. Okay. So Delvin, if you if you could pick one thing for PlayStation that would improve it, what would it be? PlayStation Five, because we're moving on. I'm trying to think. It's, it's, it's a lot of things I'll improve in terms of the system itself. More, the main thing I'll probably say is streamlining, streamlining everything to make it more simplistic because even now they added folders and somehow made it more complicated with adding the folders. They and did? I, like, I totally didn't even know that. <laughs> Good job, yeah, PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, because the beta, yeah, I think it's in beta now still. Oh, okay. The folders can only be used when you're in the library folders. So it's like, huh? That's kind of like what Switch did. They added like the folders or whatever, but it's you can only do it when you're like organizing your games or something. It's like it's yeah. such a bullshit like. It's not like you can have the folder like, on your screen on your main yeah. screen. Right, it's so stupid. Is that like Google Drive or Google G- Gmail where it's like you can tag things, but there's no folders? It's like what is that? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. I think like a lot of things just need to be more streamlined on PlayStation. It's just simple as that. It's make it a little more simpler. And some, I know a lot of people want a theme, so that's <laughs> I could go on a whole bunch of things. Oh, that's right. I forgot about themes not being there. <laughs> and people want a PlayStation Five that need to be there. But my biggest problem with PlayStation is more or less the company itself, what they're doing, as opposed to the actual things in the system. But yeah, if I was to pick one thing, it'd be streamlining it a little bit better. Make it look cleaner. If I had one thing for PlayStation, I would have Kratos run PlayStation. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Good idea. I feel like that's some HR nightmares coming. With that, with that. Mark, Paul, he's changed. He's a changed man now. Call, call, a, call a lot of lot of grown men boys. Yeah, yeah. A lot of right. lawsuits. He no longer has a bed in his office. Okay, let's just put it that way. <laughs> improvements good, good stuff he's putting on a shirt now you've never seen him you've never seen business casual Kratos you know <laughs> keeping it casual oh well yeah. okay Mark Switch alright jump in with Switch uh, you know what Switch is I think starting to show its age I was jumping into some of the Switch online um menus and stuff today and it takes a little while to load even with a fast internet connection it's just it's um it's it's starting to show its age and i i I don't think 
it needs to be as powerful as the the PS5 and Xbox One or Xbox Series because you know obviously you can't do that and have like a portable friggin' tablet kind of thing. But um, I wish they did a little bit more with the OLED update. Just just make it a little snappier, right? Make it make it just a little a little quicker, a little bit more. Just add a little bit more juice to it. It's it's starting to show. You know, it's starting to get bogged down with simplicity. Uh, so I, you know, I, I, and, and people, the same thing with Delvin, what you just said about PlayStation, like, you know, people want themes and people want proper folders and all this kind of stuff. And they add things slowly like Bluetooth headphone support, but you know, the, these small incremental updates are, um, doing nothing to help the console speed up. So I can't imagine adding themes or, or uh, badges and stuff like that on the 3ds doing anything to improve the speed of that console. So I don't quite think we need a switch Two, but I would have loved the OLED to be a little bit more switch pro than just, Hey, here's a switch with a nicer screen. Give us money dummy. And I did cause I'm a dummy. So uh, yeah, right. Like I did too. Yeah, we make we all make. Well, my my old yeah. switch was gonna explode. That was like it's. I gotta <laughs> trade it before it explodes. That was that's, my goal. That's fair. Um, so I and I love I love my switch, but I I um, yeah, I think it could be it could be snappier for sure. So you know, using using my phone, my iPad, my Xbox, uh, whatever, everything's everything's just it feels a little snappier than the switch. So it's um, yeah, let's let's speed that puppy up. Mark, you failed me. You had one. You had one job and say pro cons, and then I would say oh, I agree. We're done. Yes. <laughs> Con- so many controls for man hands. All I will say: is controls <laughs> for man hands. See, I just use my pro controller so much that I. Don't I know. Me too. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stop doing what the switch was designed for. Just put it in your dock. <laughs> there we go. That's, that's exactly. I, I have um, the hoary pads for that. Yeah, I do too. Awesome. Yeah, I have the Binbok, which are like the Hori, but they're actually wireless and they do cool stuff. Yeah. So okay. highly recommend those two. Some those are nice for that stuff. Uh, yeah. Todd, what about what about Xbox? What what are you improving there? You know, it was funny because um, Sean Nias was over at the house. We were just hanging out. We were going to play some some Gears uh, 5 Hive Busters, and we never got to it because it was like, oh, I realized that it's on the uh, external drive. I've got to transfer it and I don't have high busters. So we were going to play it and I didn't get to because it was like three hours later. It was transferred over plus download it. I ran out of space on my SSD. So and you can only play the series made for series games off of the SSD. So I'm like, what do I need to tr- lose and everything? I'm like, and Sean's like, well, can you get multiple cards? I'm like, you, you can, but it's swapping out memory cards. So um, I really wish they would kind of figure out what they want to do when it comes to their expansion cards, because they said, we'll have more options for you and they'll be cheaper. That never happened. It's still 400 bucks for a two terabyte stick. Whereas I can get an SSD two terabytes for 250 bucks. So I think as they go more digital, they've got to fix that because when games can't play off external, you have to transfer and you're doing that, that, that swapping thing. And then you have to worry about having two cards because I, oh, I, I bought the one terabyte. Crap. I Now I have a two terabyte, which is on your, which is on which. It kind of reminds me when I had owned a Vita and I had memory cards. I'm like, I don't remember what's on which crap. Oh, my crap. So I think Xbox has some great ideas. It's just they've just, 
got to refine some things because uh, like I was, like I was telling Chuck, Oh, I got a credit from Xbox for five bucks. It's in your messages. Where do you find that? I don't know. Can we find it? Is it somewhere? Maybe who knows? I don't know. Um, so it, it's just like a lot of the systems their UI is always a mess. And it's like, why didn't they fix it? And it was better last year. So I think Xbox is in a really good position. I just think they need to tweak some things. Um, but other than that, I mean, I really can't say anything about Xbox right now, except, you know, I, I can't wait till they explode with games. So get your games on, you know, moving forward uh, and they'll be set. I mean, I, I love my Series X. It's great. It runs great. Mm. That's all I can say. I can't wait for that because they're going to come with some games. I am super excited to see that. I, I will say this to you, gentlemen. Just imagine if Nintendo said, we're not going to have any first party games for 18 months. Because that's what Xbox has essentially said. Could you imagine that? Nintendo would be destroyed. If Sony would be destroyed, and Xbox is like, no games. That was the Wii U, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's yeah. just crazy. So, I mean, they're, they've made Game Passes save their bacon uh, because no matter what they can say, there's always more games coming in Game Pass. So, <sighs> I don't know what to say. They're bulletproof at this point. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well. Thanks, Corey, for that question. Now we got to get to the question that apparently is all about Delvin. So Delvin, apparently it's all about you. Uh, Grouchy Serge, which I just want to know, is that Sergey? Sergey? Is he trained? I just want to know the origins of his name. So if you, if you can tell us that, please do, because we hear it every week. And I just, I'm just, hmm, where do people come up with that? I don't know. Um, but he says, Delvin. Name three. We've got to name three crappy games, and guess how Delvin will defend it and say he joined it. I thought we did that already with 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 Conquer, so you didn't defend that game. So, Mark, uh, pick two games. I'll pick one. Uh, I am going to go with uh, Superman sixty four. Awful game. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I legit hate Shit. that game. That game was awful. well. We're failing. Okay. Try again, Mark. Uh, what else do I want to go with? Um. Man, I don't, I don't know uh, crappy games. Often. I will bring one in, and you can okay. think of yours. Duke Nukem Forever. All right. I didn't like that one either. <laughs> you guys <have> really <laughs> what? That was in here, guys. Those, guys. those two games, I didn't like. I hated Superman 64 when I passed it. It is terrible. And I hate Animal it. It Crossing. Even more Amiibo Festival. I never played that one. Shit. I, I don't think we I found it. it. We found it. <laughs> I don't, think I, ever, I don't think I've ever played an Animal Crossing game. Uh, oh. I, yeah, I, think, I don't think I ever have. Happy Home Designer? Can you he, can he get that? I mean, Amiibo Festival, I mean, how do you even yeah. find that game? And it's probably really expensive now because it had Amiibos in it, right? I've, oh, yeah. Yeah, I've never played yeah, any Animal Crossing game. None of them. Um, what else is a, a bad game? Um, there's got to be some sort of Sonic game. Oh, Bubsy 3D. Oh, there we go. You, you, you talking about the remake one? No, the original on PlayStation. <laughs> oh. I don't think I played that one. I played the remake one, and that's awful. That is really bad. Okay, we'll take it. The original Bubsy. Uh, Mighty Number no. 9. Okay, that's an actual game I thought was decent. I don't think it was. Okay. Oh, okay. We found it. We found yeah, it. Okay. Got it, Serge. I, didn't, I didn't think Mighty Number no. 9 was as bad as people said it was. People okay. made it sound like it was unplayable. It wasn't that bad. And this is well, that was the game that proved that the creator of Mega Man was not truly the creator of Mega Man. 
That is true. Like, like, this well, I'll, I'll play it out like this isn't Mega Man, but this will do, I guess. <laughs> Let's crowdfund that game. <laughs> oh, well. Um, next is Mr. Court Lalonde. I don't know if you pronounce that as a, a French Canadian. Uh, he loves his chalet. What is it? What is it? Swiss chalet, Mark? What, which Swiss I still chalet. don't understand. What, what is that thing? What is Swiss chalet? Is it like a? Is it like an old country buffet? Is it like a, a Boston market? It's just we like don't have from here. It's like rotisserie chicken and shit. Oh, okay. Ribs and stuff. Is it good? Look at Boston Market then. It's good. Yeah. Like, Swiss LA is good. We almost had Swiss LA tonight. Apparently, they make a gravy. And that's oh, like the oh, thing. Yeah. Is it a sauce? Swiss LA, gravy and their sauce, man. Solid. Mm. Boston mm-hmm. Market, not yet. Mark, but, but I will put this out there, Delvin. Mark had barbecue in Canada, and it was it was Michigan style barbecue. I'm from Michigan. We don't have a style of barbecue. <laughs> I was gonna and that's the that. truth. Like, that was Michigan a weird place, man. Barbecue? Yeah, that was weird. I don't, I don't, we yeah. barely have a style of pizza that's from Detroit, but people don't claim that. Well, they, they do. They do. Yeah. So, so there you yeah. go. So, Swiss Chalet. Good. I don't know what they're what they're doing. Down Miami there, has some good ribs. Man, those, those ribs, those ribs so, really, really, really interesting. Ribs. I mean, I, Cuban food, all that stuff down there. The food, you know, the heat, conk. Seafood, Miami has good seafood, but yeah, ribs, they have really good ribs here. And nice. here's the thing. So it wasn't Michigan style barbecue. It was just Michigan's most famous barbecue place. And once again, this Billy Bones uh, barbecue. Uh, I guess he's a person. I grew That's up there. Right. You know, Billy Bones. It's propaganda, Mark. He's like, these Canadians don't know barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I I've tried every place that comes to the the rib fest because it's like the same kind of trucks every year. These guys, so good. Their sauce was just perfect. Yeah, better than Texas okay. Rangers. Okay. I don't know how we got on this, but Court, send me some Swish CLA sauce and I'll, I'll give my All review. Right, we got to get on that. Yeah, yeah I right. think so. I think so. Yeah. Or you, Mark, do a review of Swish LA and let us know. And that's really good Patreon content right there. Is, yeah. Yeah. Some more. Uh, well, I, I've been doing some stuff for the Snack Network. That There you uh, go. Two new videos up um, now for, for tasting a couple more uh, Hershey's uh, Canadian exclusive weird like Hershey bars. Um, the uh, the cotton candy one. What? Thumbs down. Salted cotton caramel. Candy? Thumbs up. Cotton candy, candy just sounds horrible. Hershey bar was not ideal. It was like when medicine tastes like stuff, it's like, here's some medicine, but it's bubble gum. It was like, I see through that shit. Like this was, that was my wife and I both looked at each other and we're like, "Mm -mm, no, this is medicine. Here's some cotton candy fluoride kids. Yeah, no, it was like like white chocolate. It was just like, now let's get this away from me. But the salted caramel. mm, Yep. That sounds like it might be good. Yeah, it it was all right. There you go. Go to Canada and you can try it, Delvin. It's like a road trip. Network. Check them out. Only a couple of awesome. Times. Well, yeah, Court. Court did have a question. What is the best Mario game? Simple question. Super Mario 3. There yep. you go. Mark? Uh, the correct answer is Super Mario 3. I personally go back to Super Mario World more for some reason, but it's the same reason I like return of the Jedi more than empire. Like I know empire is a better movie, but Luke with his green lightsaber, uh, flipping around the desert just does something for me. Um, but so like super Mario world, I usually choose, but like threes, three is the right answer. Super Mario wow. world's a good choice too. It's really, yeah. Good. Yeah. 
I will say this. I'm not a big Super Mario Three cartoon. Pretty good. Super Mario World cartoon. Pretty bad. Yeah, I couldn't tell you the difference. <laughs> I didn't know there's there's their deep lore as they change out the characters. Did someone die? No, they 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 literally it's almost the same show, but they they changed it from Super Mario Three and Mario vs. Ah. for Kids and Koopa to Super Mario World. It has this Caribbean vibe, and it's just terrible. oh, and like Yoshi talks and it's bad. Rasta Mario shows up. It all goes downhill. <laughs> was Captain Lou on that one though? Was Captain Lou still involved? I think yeah, because this was like they were like okay. I want to say they were right after each other. They did Super Mario three. This shows my age because I used to watch Captain N as a kid and Super Mario. Oh yeah. 3. And after they did Super Mario three, the next season was Super Mario World, and they had it. They just went downhill from there. The Super Mario Super Show. That should have been our question this week. Byron return a Mar- like a Nintendo cartoon. That was Chef Kiss. Um, you know what? You know what? I'm kind of like, I don't like 2D Mario games. I really don't. I don't know why. You guys could kill me. Super Mario 2 is like my favorite Mario game. It's my favorite 2D game. Uh, But recency bias, I love Super Mario 2. I love it. It's got more mechanics, all the fun stuff you could do there. It's, it's, love it. Love it. But I'm going to go with Delvin. That's not even like a real Mario game. That's what. That's <laughs> no, no, it's Doki Doki Panic. You know, yeah. and, and they made it awesome. I love it. I like. It. You got all those wacky things. You got Birdo, who we don't know if it's a girl or a boy. Don't know. Why should I even have to know those things? I don't want to know about my Mario characters, their gender. Moving on. Character. I'm here for exactly. Well, what about what was it? The, what was it? Wasn't there like a, a, a Streets of Rage character, Poison, that was also. A gender fluid character too. I don't know. I don't know these things. I'm just, you know, somebody can tell me that. They were. If I remember correctly. I think so. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I, I will. Oh, history will tell us. Um, but I'm going to say recency bias. I love Super Mario Odyssey. I love the mechanic of the hat taking of your enemies. I think it's a fantastic game. Um, I didn't love Mario 64, but I loved Sunshine. I love Galaxy and Odyssey. And once again, going back to Bowser Fury, where's our next Mario? Case closed. Right. Interesting. A lot of people I know on PSVG do not like Odyssey. I like Odyssey. Odyssey is awesome to me. I love it. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun. Just like becoming every enemy is such fun. And plus all those different stages and then the the the, the callbacks and, and like the 2D with New Donk City. It's, just, it's just so good. So good. New and Donk then you get to be great. Bowser at the end. That's so much fun. Oh my much goodness. fun. Yeah. And just seeing oh Mario goodness. get his butt kicked in the beginning is jarring. It is fun. It's cool to see. It's that. it's so much fun. Yes. Oh, hat. I like wearing a hat, too. So who doesn't love wearing a hat? Come on. Hat mechanics. Um, but moving on, last question. Sean Capri asks, what's a game that you hear is great, but you haven't had a chance to play it yet? Wow. This is like Pandora's box right there. Oh, balls, yeah. a few of them. Whew. Well, Delvin? Trying to think of um, one off the top of my head that I can give. It's so many that I, I've heard, like, really. I'll give you one. That my co-host loves, and it's one of his favorite games. Ori. Oh, oh yeah. I own it. I own. I, I want to say I own the collector's di- edition of one of them. I think it's Willow of the Wisp. But I, I found I found it at a GameStop that was closing down for like twelve bucks, and I bought it. And I also have like the the actual version of both games. I just never had the chance to play it. But I, everybody swears to me it's an amazing experience. So it's one of those things like. 
I will play it eventually, but I, I have to have time to sit down and play it to get mm. the feel of it. Yeah. I like I actually didn't like the first Ori or I got stuck. I love the second Ori. So I will tell you that. If you didn't like enjoy, if you don't really get if you get stuck or don't can't get through the first Ori, give the second Ori a try. Okay. Mark. Um hmm. I, you know what? As Dusk Falls is is on, Delvin talking about it now is just another person talking about it, basically. Uh, is, is, you know, um, I've heard several people give that game some good reviews. So that's that's a new one that that is definitely on my list. Um, Jurassic World Evolution 2. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just mainly thinking about stuff on Game Pass, really, that that I know is there and, and haven't had a chance to jump into. Um Man, there's probably some other stuff. I keep hearing people talk about Xenoblade, uh, and and I know that I never usually get into JRPGs aside from Pokemon games. But every time I hear people talk about how good those are, I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah, maybe maybe this is the one I jump into. But I, I know I just like I don't have the time right now. So, um, so yeah, I think I'll stick with my first two answers and, and go from there. I like. I've heard. From even Sean Capri. Oh. Yeah. oh. No, he I, said, I was going to say uh, Death's Door, too. Oh, I, 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 Corey just beat that. Corey. Corey just beat I, that, um, yeah. I own that and, and have not played 10 seconds of it. Um, and Sean said you could just go right to Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Okay. So you don't have to feel the pressure to go back. Some people feel that way. Like, well, I'd have to play 18 games, so I'm just not even going to try. Yeah. 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 But I, apparently you can just go right in, Mark. So mm. if you're going to go, go that way. Um, for me, it's a game that a lot of people talk about. It's the Life is Strange series, and oh. it's once again, it's like it's like it's like you know, a game that's more like a telltale, but it's also dealing with you know, um, people dealing with real life pressures, but with a little bit of supernatural elements. I'm like, that seems like it would be for me, but I'd never have it. I'm like, I'm like, there's 85 versions, isn't there? And there's like true colors. I'm like, I don't know where to start. So. That's a series I feel like I should be into, but I just feel like I don't know where to start. A lot of them are, are disconnected, um, thematically mm-hmm. similar, but it's like a Final Fantasy game. Just like jump yeah. in, like pick one. You I, know, I, like I it's. I would say start with the first one, like Life is Strange. Okay. Because that one had, like, that to get the feel of what the universe is. And I think mm. that one out of all three of them has the coolest mechanic with the rewind time thing. Like yeah. that. I like I like that a lot. If you can get into the writing of one, you probably will enjoy two and the other ones better. Cause I feel like if you start on two or before the storm or any other ones, you may like those a lot. And then come try to go back and like, uh, I don't know about these other mm-hmm. ones. Got it. Yeah, yeah you, you, you kind of like they've done some tweaks, they've done some things, improvements. So, but did they do a remake though? Is that right? Did they do like a collection or something and they remade it and remastered it or something like I that? I heard that one is really bad. Oh, I heard, okay. I heard the remake of Life is Strange. I think they, I heard it's really bad. I haven't tried it, but I heard they, they messed it oh. up. I don't know if they fixed okay. it yet, but yeah. Well, I'll see where I, I probably own it. So I will look and see what I own and maybe just dive in. You know what? Why not? I've got nothing yeah. to lose. It's a very, I think most people would say, pass, wasn't there? yeah, yeah. And, and August is pretty dead right now. So I've got, lot, uh, you know, dying light. You know, give it a try. So, you know, gentlemen, 
treat yourself. Play a game that's on your list and give it a try. There you go. Thanks, it's everybody, for all these questions. On, uh, on great Pass. questions. Thank you. Oh, okay. Yeah, great yeah. questions. Amazing. These are great. Yeah, I'm, I hope we just didn't disappoint you. I know I did, but they didn't. So they're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're gems. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to get into the news. We have one news story which leads us in the bonus round, which we've kind of talked about, and that Mark had pointed this out, the fact that Midnight Suns is kind of MIA now on, what are we calling it, last gen? PS4, Xbox One? Yeah, let's go last gen, I guess. Uh, I suppose we're, what, clo- closing in on two years of the uh, PS5 series console generation. So, yep, I think last gen's fair. Yeah, and let's do a console count. So Xbox, apparently they've sold the most consoles of next gen outside of Switch. Uh, they beat, uh, I don't know how they come with these numbers, but apparently Xbox is just on fire from a console perspective. They've got consoles you can buy, which PlayStation doesn't, and they've led in the last three quarters, which means, you know, considering, I think PlayStation's at like maybe 40 million, I don't know, uh, of PS5s, Xbox has got to be 42, 43. So we got like 80 million install base of this next gen or current gen, what do you call it, plus PC, which you would say PC is probably next gen. Is that enough? And yeah, yeah. Does that Xbox figure include the Series S's? Of course. It's like when, when like, uh, what Game Boy had, you know, 85 versions of Game Boy or the, the DS family or the 3DS family. Of course it does. So a Series S and Series X X. is beating... That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense to me because I, yeah, I see a lot of Series S's. I've seen those in stores for a while. Like, yeah. like even when you are seeing shortages on Xbox One X's or X's, I saw Series S's in store. They were very easy to. Costco get. has like pallets. Like you go to Costco, it's like there's all these cards for Series S. I'm like, I don't think they put the card out unless there's one available. So it's like you can get a Series S. I'm still yet to see. A PlayStation Five Wild, but I have seen I think one or two X's. Um, I don't know how it is in Canada, Mark. I don't know how the marketplace same. is. Yeah, same. it's pretty lean. Yeah, big same. But yeah, I mean, you, you combine them all together. But I think this even constrained. There's a lot of people that own next gen consoles at this point, and we always mm-hmm. said it's like, is it is it ready? Are they ready to 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 get rid of the old consoles? And just go forward and really engage and embrace the new technology. So with Midnight Suns, which I don't think would be like a system pusher. I don't know. I haven't seen it. It's more of a turn-based game. Um, so this isn't the type of game you're like, it's going to like really drive systems performance. It's going to really, you know, 120 hertz, you know, 20 frames per second, all those things you want. Um, apparently, it's, it's, it's pushing back those versions. And um, we're getting these games... It's, it's I think pushing we, back everything. So the game got delayed oh, okay. again. Uh, so it's supposed to come out in October. It yeah. just got pushed back to a release date before the end of March. So they said it's going to come out in like basically that quarter or whatever before their new year starts, which would be in April, their, their fiscal year starts. Uh, but there is a little asterisk on that that says it's basically it's only the the series PS5 and PC versions, Xbox One, PS4, and Nintendo Switch versions will follow at a later date, TBA. So it's even, the game got pushed back, the game got delayed again, 
past October into 2023, but those other versions, the legacy versions are pushed back indefinitely. So uh, when I was reading that, it was just kind of like, well, like, is it, you know, like quote Star Wars or paraphrase Star Wars? Like, is it a time to let the past die, kill it if you have to? Like, is it, are we at that point, like two years in, or is there still an argument that could be made for the legacy consoles or, or like what's, where are you guys at? I'm just kind of curious, really. It depends on what you consider killing it. Because even when they killed the PS3, stuff was still coming out for it for quite some time. Yeah. So it's kind of like, how do you want to kill it? Like, okay, you can say, okay, well, that's not, up to this point, we're not going to make games for it, but you know, stuff's still going to come out for it. Like, it makes sense for me to me, at least, like if PlayStation was like, you know what, we're not making PS4 versions of these games anymore. We're done. Like, you know, what what is coming out now is all our PS5 games, and they're all exclusives. We are stepping away mm-hmm. from PS4, but anybody else who wants to make backwards compatible games, go for it, have at it. So I feel like it makes sense for the bigger console, like the actual console company like Xbox. Well, Xbox kind of doesn't have that problem, really. Because mm. their games scale up, if I remember correctly. I so they, think from well, from what I remember, I believe they are no longer supporting Xbox One development of like I think Starfield is their next game. Plus, uh, what is the game from? Uh, is it Red? Red? Not Red Faction. It's the game with the vampires, Red the Falls. multiplayer game. Red, yeah, Redfall. That both those games are only for Series X and S. They are they are no longer making games for Xbox One. PlayStation, I believe, the last PlayStation Four supported game is God of War. So that's like November. So I think that's the dividing point for first party. Mm-hmm. But to your point, are they going to keep making like Just Dance games and Madden for Xbox One and PS Four for like years? Probably, I, I will yeah. say this, and this is kind of this is kind of funny because a, a few months back I bought a PS3 because I wanted to play all the old games on there, you know, that I I, mm-hmm. I love that you can't really get anymore. Mm-hmm. And I looked on the PS3 library; the store is still open. And believe it or not, Persona Five is on there. You can buy oh, that's a right. version of Persona Five. And oh. I thought that was wild. They, that, this just this, this didn't come out. It felt like it didn't come out too long ago, and it's on PS5, PS3. You can buy Persona wow. on PS3. So that tells you how long that console generation lasted. I think that's how my brother-in-law bought, bought Persona 5, because he was a late adopter, and he's like, I can still get that? Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Didn't they just cut, like, Wii support for Just Dance, like, last year? I think so. Yeah, those stores are. Yeah, that you can see like the store, like the store closing sign coming on those signs. So, Delvin, buy all the games you can now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so weird, and there's still games that are like relatively new. That's on PS3. So, just because they say we're gonna close the door, it doesn't really mean they're closing the door. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's still a lot of good things that just are already in development. They're like, how are we gonna put this out anyway? We can make. Some dollars from it. The Midnight Suns probably is the same thing. They probably know that it's probably for all intents and purposes is not going to sell well. And I think moving the PS5 and Xbox Series X version is a sign like let's get this out of October that's already crowded because this game is probably going to get killed around that time. And let's move it to an area where it'll be a little safer. And, hmm. and 
take our time, see how the game does, and let's say February it comes out. Let's see how it does in February. And if it does decently, then we could put out the PS4 version of it. If it doesn't, that never happened. <laughs> Do you guys feel like it's being we're being held back at all by games having to be able to scale back to a PS4 or an Xbox one. Like, do you, do you feel like you're playing this and you're like, yeah, it's prettier, but it still feels like last gen. You know what I mean? Like you, I don't know. For me, like what growing up, it was like you buy a new console and it's like, there's big flashy things and it can do stuff that no one else could ever dream of. And like I said, going from like, uh, playing Majora's Mask and seeing what my brother was doing on PlayStation 2, uh, you know, it was like, holy crap. Like, yeah, that's a big generational leap, right? Like, I can't wait for the GameCube to catch up to this. Like, this is this is big stuff, right? Like, this one, to me anyway, feels it's like faster, a little bit better. You know, they can do a little bit more, but it, it uh, feels incremental more. Do you, do you feel that's because of this or is that kind of just where we are technology-wise? You know, I felt that way since the PS3, honestly. Mm, like, if you look at, perfect example, you look at The Last of Us on PS3, it's like, oh, this looks great. You see it on PS4, oh, this still looks great. Yeah. I'm quite sure you're going to be on PS5, you're like, oh, this still looks great. It's kind of like we've gotten to that point where how great can a game really look? Now, when a, a game looks bad, it looks bad. But even the games look yeah. bad doesn't look like PS1 bad, unless they intentionally try to look PS1 bad. But yeah, it's, we've, I yeah. think we've kind of gotten to that point where games are just going to look at least decent. And it's kind of like, okay, this mm. is where we're at now. This is our 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 standard is at least PS3 quality, I think. You know, like, okay. Yeah. That's, that's cool. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's, it's almost at a point where it's like you have to see something side by side to really tell. And I just got a new TV. And if I took off my, I, I showed Delvin because I'm like, I just mounted my Viz, uh, my LG C1, you know, OLED, you know, whatever, 120 hertz. And I'm like, the game that really blew me away was like Doom Eternal. When my son was playing, I'm like, I cannot believe this looks at that good. I remember playing that game on like 60 frames per second, whatever. I'm like, wow, blew me away. There's not many games that do that yet and i do think there is a benefit to say i don't have to worry about it running good on old versions where i'm going to get skewered and like oh it doesn't run well on xbox one anymore um because you have to support the old version with the connect remember that and they mm. like had limited power horsepower there's a benefit for for saying devs you don't have to worry about that and you maybe say we can uh, and that's the whole benefit of exclusives right the devs can like really get down to the hardware and the nuts and bolts of how it runs and make them look beautiful versus third party. So I, I think there's more benefit for first party. Uh, but now first party, even like an Xbox, they're doing PC. PlayStation do PC. So I'm like, I don't even know anymore the benefit of like one versus the X where PC, you can play it on like, I don't know what the horrible uh, hardware is on a PC up to, you know, the high end stuff. They seem to not get held back so I don't even know anymore. I mean, the only one I know that is probably getting, you know, constrained is Nintendo because I don't know how many developers still want to worry on, you know, to devote focus on that hardware because it is constrained Ram resolution and those type of things. So that's the only one I, I, I think will benefit eventually from a new system because then they have a new set of games they can 
dig into that'll look great on that system. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, uh, we're at the point where it's like diminishing returns, 4K versus 1080. I think most people just want the games to run solid at 60 frames per second. And if you can hit that, I don't know how many people can, you know, how often can you pick it up and how good it looks? The only thing I can think of was last gen, which is PS3 to PS4, was that like, uh, what was it? The Nemesis model in The Shadow of Mordor where it was actually AI and things that the old gen couldn't do. And I'm like, and I haven't heard anybody say that's something with either physics or AI that said the last gen can't do. It's just not going to do it at 60 frames. So I don't know. I don't, I I really don't know. Uh, But I, but once again, unreal engine five, isn't fully deployed yet. And those engines are what will make our games look awesome. And that's still, I don't even know what the first unreal engine five game is. Until we see that, right. maybe. <laughs> that, that, what was it? The Matrix Awakens. Yeah, we that saw that. Right, right, yeah, that, that was, was beautiful. Cool. Yeah, beautiful, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and I guess those are the experiences that I'm waiting for. Of that, like, oh shit! Like, I know this would like you, you try to fire this game up on a PlayStation Four, and you just cook an egg on the thing, and then it explodes. Like. Like that's the kind of experience that I want. If like this couldn't handle that, and like the the Matrix was a good glimpse into that window, I think. And yeah, I I think we'll get there. But I, I I'm excited for the next couple of years of like, there's no Xbox One version, there's no PS4 version. Like we're we're just moving on. We're building these for like you know high end PCs and like powerful consoles. And like let's see what we can do. Yeah, I mean, faster loading on SSD, that's an advantage, but I don't think it, uh, an old model is holding that back because you can right. no. plan for and that. It, it, it uh, is that Nemesis yeah. system stuff that, I'm, that I mean. Like, what's, yeah. what's the thing that we haven't even thought of yet? Because I think, like, Delvin, I think you're right. Like, like look at a PS3 game. and a, like, Well, Switch is a great example of this. Like, firing up Mario Kart on a 4K TV, like, with HDR, like, it still looks amazing. Yeah, and that's a eight nine year old game essentially from the Wii U that was just like you know file save as Switch and they drop some new courses on it like it's 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 an old game and it looks phenomenal yeah. in you know 1080p on on my 4K TV and then you know so it, yeah so it's it's um like Todd, I think you know visually, like it's you know it it needs you need that comparison, the side by side or something for you to notice and like, oh, it doesn't have this resolution. You know, like sometimes you can tell, but like other games, it's like they they mask that with uh, with art style or or whatever. So um, yeah, it's tough. it's really features. Um, this gen is features. It's it's yeah. it's SSD. Um, it's HDR 4K 20, but it's also then it's faster zoom on Xbox. It's, it's the, what is it? Smart delivery, which means it takes the idiocy out of which version you own. PlayStation has, doesn't have that on PlayStation though. It's dual, it's the dual sense, which I love. So that's for me, that's an advantage, but it's only Xbox could do that. Xbox could say our next version of our Xbox controller does all those cool things. So yeah. It's really somebody takes one step forward and somebody can learn from that and adapt to it and develop it. But once again, um, no new IP yet has said this is why next gen matters. And I'm waiting for that. Returnal got us there, I think, partway because some of the cool things they did 
but it, it was primarily the dual sense that drove me forward, mm-hmm. but it wasn't the way it looked or it, or the way it played. That was like, that was like all oh, groundbreaking. So I don't know. We'll see. Dual sense is a good, is a good callback. Yeah. That, that's one of them. Dual sense is so good. Mm-hmm. Is there a game announced though, that you feel has said this is going to move things forward? Oh, no. I thought it would have been Starfield till I saw Starfield. Mm. And it was like, oh, that looks like yep. pretty No Man's Sky, which is cool because I love No Man's Sky, but it's like, okay. It's like no It's the engine. Yeah. It's the engine, right? If yeah. if they didn't yeah. commit to a next gen engine, they committed to an old gen engine, which then it doesn't blow you away. But the mechanics could be cool. Could be something like mm-hmm. we couldn't have done that on old gen because of, you know, we now have eighty five million aliens and eighty five million planets. But we don't know. But once again, No Man's Sky did that on PS4 and it's doing it on Wii or on Switch. Sorry. Switch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with with Delvin. Like there's there's not anything that's announced so far that is making me think like, oh, yes, this could only work on my Series X. Like, yeah, I agree. Will be will it be Grand Theft Auto Six when it finally arrives? It's like that's the game because it's, <sighs> it's taken crazy. us eighteen years. <laughs> Possible, but even Could the be. Grand Theft Auto yeah. game, they don't. I wouldn't say that I, known for like graphical, like mm-hmm. amazing graphics. They're they're, they're I, good. Yeah, but they're not. I could see too. Grand Theft Auto launching for everything, man. I could I could still see that going legacy. What was the last <laughs> Grand Theft Auto game on Switch? Was it Chinatown Wars on the D on the GBA or Switch or the DS? I could see it going, but I could see it going Xbox One, PS4, PS5, Xbox Series. If it's like. late enough, I do, I'll think they'll put the the PS4 behind them. I, I don't think they'll go that far back. That's a long legacy to support. I think that game's not going to be due until like 2026, and. Yeah. Okay. Then, yeah. then it's yeah. yeah fair. Fair to say that. But uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll, oh, see. Wow. we'll see. Oh my goodness! This was a fun ride, and I appreciate my compatriots on this voyage. So, Delvin, tell everyone where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter at Delvin underscore Cox. Check out the Delvin Cox Experience anywhere you get podcasts. Check out Play Some Video Games anywhere you get podcasts. And check out the PlayStation XP anywhere you get podcasts with all of my awesome hosts. Devin Tyus, Donnie Reese, and Haley Miller. Fantastic. Dream Thank you so much, Delvin. This has been a treat and a pleasure. We always love having new folks on the show. I had a blast. Um, and then we've got my podcasting, one of my podcasting uh, wives, Mr. Mark Harbin. Yes. Uh, you can find me at the underscore Canardian on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, wherever. And uh, just Canardian on Xbox and Switch if you want to hang there. Excellent. And you can find me at TOXTRA on Twitter. And you can find me at Spartion98 on Xbox and Switch. And Spartion1988 on PSN. This was a fun journey. Once again, thank you, Delvin. Thank you, Mark. And as always, folks. It's always better to game together. This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite podcasting network. Visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows, articles, news, reviews, and more. Secret Friends Unite podcasts are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other podcast services around the world. 
If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can join us on Facebook or our new Discord server, or follow at SecretFriendsU on Twitter. Please subscribe to Secret Friends Unite on YouTube and visit our merch store at tpublic.com. Just search Secret Friends Unite. Thanks for listening.